Let's welcome Katie. Okay, I'm going to hold the microphone close so you can hear me. You know, I just want to reiterate what Wes and Jen said yesterday, that really it's, um, it is like coming to family, which is why it's the only place I always cry uncontrollably before I've even started speaking. <laughs> because, you know, when God touches you, it's going to be on this graphics, when God touches you, he goes to the deep places. And May talked about the deep places. That's where God wants to go. And he does that all the time on increasing levels. Um, and it is like coming to family. And we so honour honor you. And it's amazing, I'll add, also add, that these guys are like family for me. So the fact that I could minister with Wes and Jen was like, <gasps> so great. Anyway, we're going to pray because we need to pray. <laughs> deep to pray <sighs> thank you Jesus thank you that you are the king of glory Lord I just seal this time by your spirit I decree that there will be no word spoken apart from your word Lord God that there will be only your step just like Wes's direction that, we, that I will only step in your exact path that this next time will be totally dedicated to you lord god and that all glory will go to you lord i separate i dedicate this time and i decree in the spirit realm that nothing will interfere with it that this whole room is just sealed with your presence lord i thank you that your sweet aroma is descending that your presence is descending lord we invite you in this space. We invite you to go to the deep places. We invite you to challenge us. We invite you to bring the shift. We invite you because you are the king of glory. Lord, this place belongs to you. These people are hungry for you, Lord God. And Lord, you know that it is only you, that we come for only you. In Jesus' name. Okay, so the Lord gave me a word to share with you, and it's in seven parts. It's about his glory, but there's seven parts. So some of them are, and they all link in, you must really have to go back and listen to yesterday. Without yesterday, this is going to be diluted. Because you need to know the one who you're beholding. You need to know Wes's message. You need to know those scriptures. I thought it was amazing that Wes uncovered these scriptures that went all the way through the Bible. That's what he's going to tell you at the end. He's the same God of the Bible, the same God of Genesis, the same God who's mentioned in Revelation, who's coming back on the clouds as the king of glory. The same God. He's the same God. If you don't know that, you need to go back and just meditate on the scriptures that Wes said. And with Jen's message, if we can't step in, we can't do these points that God's got for you, we can't action, partner or respond to his glory if we don't understand what, is, what are the barriers. If we don't have a hunger that's burning to know, to cry out, show me your glory. We need those two to get this. 
So the first part is, behold my glory. This is the first section, behold my glory. And my prayer, Lord, is that our response to you would be a sweet aroma to you. That all the, if there's any bad parts, Lord, that you would search our heart, that you would shine a light on it and we would surrender it. But we would have a hunger to behold your glory. The Lord says, now is the time to behold me. When I wrote this down, I had to stop at the word behold. I was like going, does the word behold mean God? Behold you. It's too much. I'm like going backwards onto the weight of who you are. Now is the time to behold me. For to behold me is to behold my glory. To behold me is to walk in reverent awe of me. It is to walk in steadfast, unwavering trust in me. To behold me is to behold the fullness of who I am. I am the same yesterday, today and forever. To behold me is to behold my goodness, justice, righteousness, faithfulness, love, power, sovereignty, holiness and add to everything else that you read in the Bible. To behold God, behold the glory of God, behold who he is. The Lord led me to Psalm 96, which speaks about his glory. Verse 3 states, declare his glory. And then there's all these verses that list other things about him. Verse 3, marvellous deeds. Verse 6, majesty. Verse 9, holiness. Verse 10, justice. Verse 13, righteousness. Verse 13, faithfulness. All of these things make up the magnitude of God. Behold his glory. If we leave one out, if we leave out faithfulness, if we're a little bit, mm, God, yes, you're good, yes, you're just, yes, you're righteous, you're kind of faithful, you're sort of faithful, you're, some, or you're faithful to where's. But I don't know if you're 100% faithful to me. If we leave out one part, we can't stand on who God is. We can't stand on his glory. We can't partner with it because the enemy is tilting our view. It's our barrier, like Jen said. If we take out justice, Lord, there's so much injustice. So much injustice has happened to me. Where is your justice? If we take out one part of who we think God is, we will find we are on sinking sand. The Lord says now is the time to behold him. Behold all of him. Reverent awe. Reverent awe. Sometimes I think, you know, God, I should just not speak. Just the stillness and quietness of the reverent awe of God undoes me like nothing else. Just don't speak. You know, sometimes I think if I speak, I wreck it. You know, <laughs> just don't speak. Just be quiet and wait for the reverent awe of God. Stand as if you're standing at the burning bush. What would you do if you were at the burning bush? What would you do if Jesus was here? We wouldn't be speaking. We would be on the floor. That is the place. God is saying, go back to the reverend fear of me where there is nothing else. Number two, radiate my glory. May spoke about that. The Lord says, those who are near to me, those who draw ever so near to me, radiate my glory for they radiate me 
Those who move from glory to glory are those who come in closer in intimacy, alignment, word, deed and walk with me. They move to higher realms of radiating and moving in my glory for they radiate me. So the Lord mentioned there a number of things. You know, we behold God but then we radiate we radiate him as we come ever closer to him. But it's not just in intimacy. It's in alignment. It's in word. It's in the deed that we do. It's in the walk that we have. It's in the journey. It's in everything. We can't be close to God in worship. Holy God, are you, you are amazing. Then I'm just going to live how I want to live tomorrow. That's not real. Lord is looking for radiating radiating him and in 2 Corinthians 3.18 it says and we all with unveiled face beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another for this comes from the Lord who is spirit. Behold in this verse means to reflect like a mirror. So as we behold the Lord as we go closer and closer to him the closer we are to the face of Jesus, the more we reflect. The closer you are to a natural mirror, the more detail you see on the face. The more detail you, you project, you reflect. Hebrews 1.3 tells us Jesus is the radiance of the glory of God. So as we move in closer, closer and closer towards Jesus, we are radiating greater levels of glory. That's pretty challenging. So, behold my glory, radiate my glory. Then the Lord says, invasions of my glory. When my glory is made manifest, who I am is manifested. So again, we need to know who God is. When his glory shows up, who he is shows up. In the glory, my goodness, faithfulness, justice, righteousness, holiness, and all I am is seen, is on display. My glory leaves a mark of my presence and my power. Situations, atmospheres, and people are left changed. Divine intervention and divine interruption are markers of my glory. A while ago, the Lord told me that the new era will be an era of the marker of his glory. So he's saying that if we are seeing more of his glory manifested, we should see this. We should see divine intervention, divine interruption. We should see the consequences, like Jen said, the consequences of the glory of God. Because his goodness, mercy, justice, righteousness, all these things, all of who he is, is poured out in that moment. The Lord went on to say, invasions of my glory are coming where you will see my manifest presence and power invade a situation and space. That which is out of alignment will come into divine alignment and all glory and honour will be given to me. For no man will be able to take credit for what I alone can do. Many will say, the Lord has done great things for us. Tim mentioned that on Friday. I was like, oh, I was going to say that on Sunday. 
Many will say, the Lord has done great things for us and will testify of my goodness and faithfulness. So an example of this was when... So, for example, just what happened in our life. So when we were in India ministering, they were in... We, we didn't even speak. They were worshipped in a way and I'd never... I didn't even... We didn't know what they were saying because we can't speak their language, but... Aaron and I were going, wow, what's happening? Like, they're doing the drums and I was like, wow. And I was on the floor and Aaron's like, great, I'll take your session. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't do it. I'm so... Anyway, we didn't speak. We didn't speak because God took over and people were just being healed and delivered and like whatever, whatever. In the worship of God, they were glorifying Jesus. All hail King Jesus, the King of glory. And the King of glory came. We, I didn't, we didn't speak. We just went, thank you so much. We just, bless you guys. You're amazing. We're, when are you praying again? When can we come? <laughs> you know, like they were worshipping the King and the King invaded an invasion of glory happened. People were being healed. People were saying, I don't, you know, well, this is gone. This is gone. We were, they were all excited and we we're saying to our interpreter, you know, what's happening? They're saying, oh, that person's saying they're healed. That person's saying they're happening. All this stuff. Invasions of God's glory. When the glory show, when the presence and power of God show up, there is a marker. There is divine intervention. There's divine interruption. Everything comes into alignment with, the, with divine perfection. That's what he is. So I believe we're in a time where we will see divine inter- intervention and interruption in increasing ways. I believe it's a time of shift. I said that, I think, last time. But this is, it's increasing. It's like it's knowing that it's, very, very close, the shift. And, you know, the Lord reminded me again this morning how when I first, when Tim said, oh, you know, it's, it's the 9th to the 11th of September, I was like, oh, that's like 9-11, 9-9-1, SOS to God. It's the time to call out an SOS to God, to say, Lord, we behold you. We know who you are. We are steadfast on who you are. So now we are calling out for your glory. Psalm 126, 2-3 says, Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. And then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. Shouts of joy. Shouts of declaration, shouts of look what the Lord has done. The Lord goes on to say, a move of my glory is number four. The Lord says, the earth is mine and the fullness thereof. The earth is mine and the fullness thereof. I think... Sometimes we forget that. We go, oh, the enemy's doing pretty well here. La la. God says the earth is mine. The word of God says the earth is his. 
The earth is mine and the fullness thereof. Surely my glory will be seen in the nations. I will pour out my glory in increasing ways in the time ahead. My glory will reside in and over regions. I am preparing my people all over the world for a move of my glory. I am preparing them for a sovereign move of my spirit. Homes of habitation will also be havens of my glory. You will know that this word kind of links to you guys. You know, I've, we started with hubs of harvest and transformation. Then God kind of adapted it last year to be homes of habitation because they were more like family. You know, he's been expanding on it. Now he's saying that these homes of habitation and harvest will be havens of my glory. Havens are safe places. They are places of refuge. They are places where something resides. Havens of my glory. This nation will be known as my glory branded land. When I went around Australia doing the intercession, it was one of the things the Lord told me that Australia was known as the sunburnt land in the natural, but it would be known as the glory branded land in the spirit. And the Lord is reiterating it. The nation will be known as my glory branded land. I set the times and seasons. The earth and this region are in labour pains for all I will bring forth. It's interesting that you said people having dreams about being pregnant. The Lord says you are in labour. You are in labour in this region. This is the hour of your birthing. Make room for the king of glory is in your midst. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Again, the Lord confirmed this because someone read this out, the scripture out on Friday. So, it's an appointed time. You've been waiting a long time. You've been carrying the baby a long time. You've been, you know, waiting. And the Lord is saying this is your hour of birthing. He's saying that the king of glory is in your midst. You know, the Lord's highlighting Psalm 24, um, particularly the verse 8, because that's the Lord strong and mighty. But many of you have been in battle, you know, before, often before breakthrough comes battle. And sometimes, mostly intense battle. And a lot of you have been in battle been in a time of waiting, been in a time of, you know, standing, warring, fighting, taking territory, all those things. But the Lord is saying that the Lord is strong and mighty. And the Lord really pressed that upon me. And I felt that the Lord was saying, he is going to fight for you. He is going to show up for you now. He is the one who is strong and mighty in battle. He is going to go ahead and make a way. He is going to fight for you. The Lord is faithful to those who walk faithfully and obediently. The Lord honours those who honour him. The Lord, you know, these, all these scriptures, we know these things. Um, that's right. It was reminding me of that. So also when I went around Australia, I had this vision. I was looking down over the nation and I saw a map of the nation. 
And in the four corners of the nation was an angel holding a rope on a canopy, holding this big canopy over the nation. And I was saying, what is that, God? And they all had a timer. They were watching the time, watching the time. It's not the time yet. It's not the time yet. And then suddenly the alarm on their, you know, the time they were looking at went and they simultaneously released the cord and this canopy just fell on the nation. And this weighty substance like just oozed out across the nation. And they were saying, what is that? And the Lord was saying, that's my glory. At my appointed time, I set the times and seasons, but at my appointed time, my glory will be released on this nation. So the Lord is telling you that you are in the time of birthing. So number five, are we moving okay? Marked by fire to carry my glory. All right. This is the one. This is the one to hear. I wanted to change the order of these. I wanted to move this one up. <laughs> I was like, God, that doesn't really fit there. It should go like behold, radiate, you know, fire, then glory, you know. And he's like, no, Katie. That's not right. <laughs> Just leave it the way I've got it. But move of my glory, he wants you to know what's coming. Okay, this is your hour of birthing. This is your, this is what God wants to do in the region. Then he wants you to just look back. Just let's just pause and look at this. Marked by fire to carry my glory. Number five, many have misunderstood the path to be a steward of my glory. To carry my glory is to radiate my presence and release my power. It is to be refined in the fire and submitted to the work of my spirit in and through your life. It is to become a pure vessel for my spirit to flow through. My glory is weighty. It is precious. To carry my glory is to carry me. Those who see you should behold me. Many have been through an intense season of being marked by fire. This has been in preparation for the outpouring of glory that is to come. Many have been marked and purified by fire in order to carry the weight of my glory. I have spoken before about the invitation to greater partnership with me. This invitation is the invitation to be marked for my glory. Romans 8.18 says, I am convinced that any suffering we endure is less than nothing compared to the magnitude of glory that is about to be unveiled within us. Trials are preparation for glory. Character is forged in the fire. You know, some of you are um, have walked a very fiery time and I felt like I was just supposed to give you a tiny bit of what that has been for me so probably the last nine ten months I have been in a cave but here has been a fire cave <laughs> it has been a 
a cave of fire. And I thought I was in the fire last year. I think when I came last time, I was saying, oh, your fire's so hot, don't worry, you know, it's all good. Keep on walking, Jesus is with you. And that's all true. Then you get the fire just goes hotter and hotter and hotter and you think, oh. And I've been the, in the, at the start of the cave, I was like, God, what's wrong with me? I'm going to ask these people I trust. I'm going to get a word about what I'm doing wrong so I can repent again the right place God because clearly something's not right and everyone just went no Katie can't I don't know like didn't get anything (laughs) I was like what why am I in the cave why is God you know what's the discipline I, I received the discipline of God God just tell me what is the you know what's going on and sometimes I think we've mistaken discipline for fire I had prayed for endurance and I am learning endurance. (laughs) But character is forged in fire. Endurance is forged in the fire. What I have learnt this year has been beyond beautiful. What I have learnt in the fire, I would never have learnt any other time. What I have learnt about the face of Jesus in the fire is like what I've never learnt. Jesus is in the fire with you and the hotter the flame, the closer you seem to get to his face, the more you you actually feel his breath. And in the cave, at the start I hated the cave, as I said, then I started to love the cave because I was like, oh God, it's just you and me, it's just us, we are... We are, you know, you're building my faith, you're doing these things. I'm learning so much more about you. I'm learning more about myself because I've had to stand on promises that I never thought I'd have to wage war with so hard. I know you're God faithful, but you've, you know, you kind of, God's broken off doubt and things I had about myself. I know you told me that like 10 times over so many years, but. Maybe I just got it wrong all ten times. You know, God strips away, strips away, strips away all these things that would hinder you carrying his presence and power in impurity. Impurity. So in the stripping, it's not an easy time. But the stripping is a price to be marked for glory. Because the glory is precious. The glory is weighty. Then I started, then God's, at the end, you know, he started to say, oh, now you can go and speak, speak here. And I say, oh, really? Kind of loving the cave. And I said, what do you want me to speak on this first place? And he goes, speak on the fire of God. I was like, I can do that. <laughs> He's like, now you have authority to speak on the fire of God. You thought you did before, but now you're going to speak on the fire of God in a way you never have before. Speak on the fire. Speak on the beauty in the fire. Speak on hearing God in the fire. Speak on the judgment of God, but the refining of God, the power of God, the presence of God. What happens in the fire? Someone gave me a word... Actually, just shortly before speaking on that, they said, oh, you're like a tree. 
that's next to the river and all your roots are just completely immersed in the river. But this year, God has like scratched every bit of bark off your tree. Just like ripped all this bark off. More and more and more bark. And now you have no bark. There's not one piece of bark left on the tree. But in that process, the roots have just like grown to be tree trunk size and they're all still in the water. But the tree is rock solid, unmovable. That's why we need to get... I'm still growing. (laughs) I don't feel unmovable in some things. But, you know, the Lord wants us to be rock solid in beholding him. Who is he? Who do we really, really think he is? Are we immovable in our knowledge of who God is? Are we beholding him, radiating him? Do we want to step closer into the fire so that we radiate him more? So, I think we're up to number six, are we? Okay. Heart cry for his glory. This is what I felt Jen was was saying as well. Those those with a pure heart cry of show me your glory are those who have heart desire and hunger to behold me, to know and see the fullness of who I am. These ones know me and are intimately known by me. They can steadfastly stand on who I am for they are unshakable in their knowledge of me. This heart cry is a desire to be left changed and transformed in my presence radiating me. It is a posture of reverent fear and awe of me. So those who have a heart cry of show me your glory. When I started to write this, I was like, God, that's kind of a bit arrogant to say show me your glory. That's kind of like... And then he went on to explain it. It's not arrogant. We should have hunger. We should have a burning desire to see the glory of God, to actually go, God, I know who you am. I behold you. I want to radiate you. So I want you to show me your glory. I want you to show me more of who you are. I can't do anything else except cry out in desperation for that. I need to know more of you, God. I've seen you do things, but it's not enough because I know who you are, so I know what's left. I know what there's so much more. This is what Jen was saying. You know, when we know that we have an, uh, we are immovable. And this is where we begin to, to actually be able to partner with God as well. Because our heart cry is to be left transformed, radiating his image, transformed which then allows us to be a vessel through which God can impact others with his glory. Yes, there's going to be invasions of his glory where God sovereignly moves, invades a space. But he's also saying that there are, we, have, we should have a desire to be beholding him, being changed in his presence, radiating him, and releasing his power and presence. Do we understand both ways? 
right, number seven, stand on my glory. This is kind of where I felt, when, my f- when Tim first gave me, said, you know, do you want to come? I was like, well, if you think I should, then I should. don't really feel like I have m- much. But if you feel God's leading you to do that, I will, in obedience, come. That <laughs> um, stand on my glory. This is where I feel we're up to now. This is like the moment of anticipation in the spirit. This is where God's going, okay, did you hear the first things? Behold my glory, radiate my glory, move, prepare for a move of my glory. You know, know the times and seasons, but now stand on my glory. Stand on all of who I am. In the glory, promises manifest, captives are set free, healing occurs, deliverance occurs, his divine interruption and intervention occurs. But we can stand on who God is. All of God. So this morning, I kind of looked back on the this poster, actually. I, I looked back on that and I was going, okay, God, what extra do you want to say about today? Why is it called awakening? You know, why isn't it called Glory 2020? And then the Lord just started to say to me these things. Awaken to the fullness of who God is in all his glory. Awaken to your path to carry his glory and radiate his glory. Awaken to the time and season in preparing for a move of the glory. Awaken to your heart desire and hunger for his glory. Awakening to partner with God and standing on all he is awakening to the king of glory because he is in your midst awaken to these words that god has said awaken to a heart cry for a for an intervention of his glory it's kind of like this is you know it's kind of like you're at the point where where there's just a desperation i believe god responds to desperation It's a desperate cry for you to say, you're the same God. You're the same God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You're the same God who parted the waters. You're the same God who brought deliverance. You're the same God who provided. You're the same God who, you know, showed favor to Mary. You're the same God. You're the same God. I know you're faithful. I know you're good. I know you're just. I know you have mercy. I know your goodness. It overwhelms me, the goodness and kindness of God. In the fire, that's one more thing I'll say, the goodness and kindness of God is breathtaking. It actually takes my breath away. You know, Liz gave me the sunflower I walked in. I was just like, I'm done. I could have gone home then. Could have gone, that's it, God, I'm ready. (laughs) You know, God sends you these little messages that only he knows. It's like a little love note from God. His goodness and kindness. I cannot tell you how many, I've, how many hundreds of times I've got something like that happen this year in the fire. God's kindness is explosive. His goodness is explosive. It's like he's saying, 
don't you know I'm right with you in the fire? I am walking every breath with you. That sunflower was my mum. Every time I went away to ministry, she would, she's the one who prayed for me most. She's passed away. But her flower was the sunflower. She would send me a message, just a, you know, a text message of just sunflower. That's all she needed to do was her message to say, I'm with you. I'm praying for you. I'm, you know, I'm with you. Now God is doing that. That's the kindness of God, you know. There's so many times, I can't, these guys, everyone, like so many of my rock people are actually here. <laughs> like where's, oh, I've cried so much. Wes just gives me a hug and says one thing, the very thing I was thinking, the very thing. God knows. God knows your deep areas. But if you will let him go to the deep areas, you will see his kindness and goodness astound you. Astound you. I was saying before that when um, Tim asked me to, asked me to come, the Lord first gave me a song. I just had a song. That's all I had until three days ago. All I had was a song. I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do, but the song works. <laughs> so, but the song is about standing on who God is. The song is called Same God. It says, I'm calling on the God of Jacob, whose love endures through generations. I know that you keep your covenant. I'm calling on the God of Moses, the one who opened up the ocean. I know you will do the same thing for me. Oh God, I need you. It's a cry of desperation. I need you. Oh rock of ages, I need you. I'm standing on your faithfulness. I'm calling on the God of Mary, whose favour rests upon the lowly. I'm calling on the God of David, who made a shepherd boy courageous. Um, it says, you heard your children then, you hear your children now. You are the same God. You answered prayers back then, you answer prayers by now. All these things, the, he's the same God, but we need to know who he is. We need to behold him. So, can we play this song? Can we play this song? Oh, it's 12-12, the government of heaven. Let it be God. <laughs> this is a Pink Moss song. So I felt that the Lord, the Lord is going to meet you. The Lord wants you to cry out to him in desperation. He wants you to behold him. Some of you are just going to say, I need to know you more, God. I need you. It won't be like a specific thing. It won't be deliverance or provision or whatever. It's, it's some of it is just the heart cry, the hunger to show you, me your glory.
Okay, the last thing the Lord said to me was that I was supposed to declare, use the power of decree, use the power of decree. So I'm going to ask you to stand in faith and we are going to make declarations. I don't know what they are, but um, Tim and Wes and Jen or any, you know, if they have any to add as well. But Lord, I thank you that we are standing on your faithfulness. I thank you. I decree that you are the same God. That Lord, we want to behold your glory. We want to radiate your glory. We want to see a move of your glory. Lord, I thank you that the region is in birthing pains, labor pains for what you will bring forth. Lord, I praise you in advance for what you will do in this region. Lord, I we invite the king of glory to invade the space. Lord, we know that you are faithful. You are faithful. You are good. You are just. You are kind. Lord, so I ask that every barrier in Jesus' name will be broken down. Every yeah. barrier to beholding your face, to beholding the breath as you stand in the fire, Lord, will be broken. Lord, that you would break us. You would bring us to a place of brokenness, true brokenness. Lord, that we would, we would want to be pure vessels for you, that we would desire to be marked for your glory. Lord, but allow our response to be a sweet aroma to you. Allow our response to your invitation, our response to your challenge to be sweet aroma to you, to be a gift to you, Lord. You are the one who is glorious. You are the one, only one worthy to be praised. Sometimes holy, holy, holy is the only thing we can say. In reverent awe, we have nothing else but to say holy, 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 holy are you, God, and worthy of all praise. Lord, I thank you for this group. I decree and declare over them that you are King of glory, you are in their midst, you are moving. Lord, I call forth every divine intervention, every divine interruption that you have for each one. Lord, I call it in in Jesus' name. Lord, I stand against every every obstacle of the enemy, every assignment of the enemy, and I cancel it in the name of Jesus. I call down the fire of God onto everything that is in their path, everything that is preventing them from behind your face, Lord God, that you would burn it. Lord, that you would shine the light on every impurity, that you would shine the light on every impurity in our heart, in our walk, in our way, in our journey, Lord God. You would shine the light on it so that we may release it. We may release it, Lord, in submission, in a new level of submission and consecration. Lord, that you would allow us to step ever so closely to you, Lord, that we may be mirrors reflecting your glory. Yes. Lord, I decree and declare a new day over them. I decree and, yes. decree and declare a new chapter is being written for them, that you are turning the page, that you are writing a new script. Lord, that you are bringing them to a new place, that you are bringing them out of a place of, of hardship into a place of reward. 
Lord, that you are moving, mostly just moving on their hearts, Lord, just moving, beckoning them into closer, 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 closer intimacy with you, Lord, so that they may behold, behold who you are. Lord, I call in, I decree that you will release a new level level of reverent awe and fear of you, the wonder of God would fall on this place, the wonder of the majesty of God and all you are, Lord God. to pass. I decree a cancellation of every lie of the enemy that comes to tell them otherwise, that every promise will be fulfilled. Every, every promise will be fulfilled in Jesus' name. Yeah. I'm just feeling that. Just don't be passive, but just be active. As Katie was saying that the prayer, show me your glory. Don't be passive in that, but be active. Just let the cry come out of you in your situation. Whatever it is, just let the cry come out of you.